Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Uh, let's see. Our first word is bright. B-R-I-G-H-T. This is an adjective from uh, before the 12th century. 1A. Radiating or reflecting light. Synonyms are shining and sparkling. And uh, as in bright lights, also as in bright eyes. 1B. Synonym is sunny, as in a bright day. Uh, I'm looking out the windows, and it looks like it is a bright day. I probably should have gone out and enjoyed it, but it's like, it's almost 4 o'clock, and I haven't done that. Um, Also, as in bright moments. Number two, synonyms are uh, illustrious and glorious, as in brightest star of the opera. Number three, synonym is beautiful. Four, of high saturation or lightness, as in bright colors. 5A, synonyms are lively and cheerful, as in be bright and jovial among your guests. That is a quote from Shakespeare. Shakespeare always knows how to put the words together great. 5B, synonyms are intelligent and clever, as in a bright idea. Making this podcast was a bright idea. Also is in bright children. Number six, synonyms are auspicious and promising, as in bright prospects for the future. Bright is also an adverb, and interestingly, you can also uh, say brightly. Brightly or bright, those are both adverbs. This is from Old English bjort, akin to the Old High German berat, which means bright, from the Sanskrit um, brajate, B-H-R-A-J-A-T-E. No idea how to pronounce that, but that means it shines. Uh, now we have the second form of bright. It is a noun from 1969, a bright color, and that is usually used in plural as in rich earth tones and crisp brights. That is a quote from Patricia Peterson. pa 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 Next is brighten, verb from the 14th century. First is intransitive, to become bright or brighter. And then transitive says, to make bright or brighter, as in, you brightened my day. Uh, Brightener is a noun. That is the one who was doing the brightening. Uh, All right, now we have bright line, two words with a hyphen adjective from 1982 providing an unambiguous criterion or guideline, especially in law, as in a bright line distinction. I have not heard of this before because I don't know anything about the law, uh, providing an unambiguous criterion or guideline. So it's something that you're making it very clear. It's one way or the other, I guess. The line is very bright. That's probably what they were thinking. Next, we have brightness. Noun from before the 12th century. 1A, the quality or state of being bright. Also, an instance of such a quality or state. 1B, synonym is luminance. Number two, the attribute, no, the attribute of light source colors, light source colors, yep, by which emitted light is ordered continuously from the light to dark in correlation with its intensity. Uh, not entirely sure what I just read there, but it says compare to the 2C definition for the word hue, H-U-E, also the number two definition for the first form of lightness, and also the number four definition for saturation. 
Um, I deal with color correction a little bit in my day-to-day -day job, either with uh, videography or photography. And these, all these words go hand in hand. Uh, the hue, the saturation, the brightness or the luminance. Uh, you know, I, I'm definitely not an expert, but I have learned a lot in the last decade or so. Um, and it's and it's interesting to see how they all come together. I think I saw that somebody made a book of basically every single color. Each page was um, how do I even describe this? I think it was uh, every shade of like a color with its lightness and darkness. But then you flip the page, and then it was a slightly different hue of the color when all, with all of its different shades of you know, light to dark. And then it was just this massive book of all the different shades. Uh, I don't even know if I'm describing this correctly, but uh, maybe I'll see if I can find a picture of that book. Um, yeah. The brightness and lightness and hue and saturation. Good times. Some of you can't see all the colors. Sorry. Uh, but maybe you can get those sunglasses that help you out. Next is Bright's Disease. Bright's is capital B. Uh, and then an apostrophe S. This is a noun from 1831. Any of several kidney diseases marked especially by albumin in the urine. Sounds like something you don't want. This is from Richard Bright, who was an English physician who died in 1858. Uh, and so he probably figured out uh, the science behind uh, what's going on with this disease. Next, we have Bright Work. All one word, noun, from 1841. One, polished or plated metalwork. Two, varnished woodwork on a boat. So it could be woodwork or metalwork, but it's bright work either way. Next, we have brill, B-R-I-L-L. -L. This is a noun from the 15th century. A European flatfish. Um, well, that's technically the end of the definition, but also broadly, it has the synonym turbot, T-U-R-B-O-T. Uh, I guess that could also potentially be just be pronounced turbo. Maybe it's French and you don't say the T. No clue. Uh, the Let's see. We got some scientific names here. Scophthalmus, Scophthalmus rhombus. Also, Bothus rhombus. And those are of the family Bothidae or Bothidae. It's just a European flatfish. A brill Next is brilliance, noun from 1755, the quality or state of being brilliant. Uh, no comment. Next is brilliancy, noun from 1747. Number one, the synonym is brilliance. And number two, an instance of brilliance. Making this podcast was an instance of brilliance. All right, now we have the word brilliant, first form, adjective from uh, 1696. One, very bright. Synonym is glittering, as in a brilliant light. 2A, synonyms are striking and distinctive, as in a brilliant example. 2B, distinguished by unusual mental keenness or alertness. Number three is brilliant, uh, and it just means very good. Synonym is excellent. It says to see uh, as a synonym just the word bright, which we read at the very, very beginning of this episode, and brilliantly is an adverb. Um, let's see. There are some pictures, and I think they have to do with this one. Uh, let's see. Oh, no. That, that's the next one. 
The etymology is, uh, it's a French word, brilliant. They probably say brillant. Uh, that is from the uh, verb brillare, which means to shine. And then from the Italian word brillare. Uh, it doesn't say what it means, but I'm guessing it means to shine. Shine bright like a diamond. Speaking of diamonds, we have the second form of brilliant. It is a noun from uh, 1690. A gem, as a diamond, cut in a particular form with numerous facets so as to have special brilliance. We have two pictures of a diamond. There is the top view and a side view. So, uh, let's see, on the top view, we have number one, it is called the table. So if you just think of a standard diamond that's round, I don't know the official name of that. Is it round cut, maybe? I don't know. Uh, but the very top face of it is larger than the other ones, and that is called the table. Uh, then we have, uh, looking at the side view, um, the, uh, it's that first sort of angled piece that comes down uh, from that top flat table. Uh, that, that angled part that goes down, that is called the bezel, B-E-Z-E-L. Uh, and then below, uh, so then at that point, we have number three, the girdle. That is the part that is the widest part of this circle, uh, circular diamond. Uh, and that's kind of funny to me because when you think of a girdle, you think of you're wearing a girdle, somebody wearing a girdle, and that usually makes... Uh, m you know, brings in your, your uh, I guess, belly area. I don't know. It tightens everything in, so it makes it smaller. Um, but in this case, the girdle is actually the widest part of the whole thing. I'm not sure what the, uh, the reason for that is, but that's just what I noticed. And then, um, after the girdle, it all comes to a point. And so this next section where it's all coming in, it angles back in towards the center. This is called the pavilion. That's number four, the pavilion. And then at the very, very bottom, we have the point. It might be slightly flattened. It's hard to tell, but it's uh, on the underside of the diamond. And that is called the, well, there's a couple of ways to pronounce this. Is it a coulette, a coulet, a cullet? C-U-L-E-T. That's what that is. Uh, let's see. And then we have one more word for this episode. It is brilliantine. B-R-I-L-L-I-A-N-T-I-N-E. Noun from 1873. One, a light, lustrous fabric that is similar to alpaca and is woven usually with a cotton warp and mohair or worsted filling. Number two, a preparation for making hair glossy. Uh, it's, yes, just a way to make your make the hair uh, shiny and brilliant. That is brilliantine. So we had bright. Brighten, bright line, brightness, bright's disease, bright work, brill, uh, which was the fish, brilliance, brilliancy, brilliant, and brilliantine. Uh, well, I what did uh, I think? Let's see what what which one jumps out at me. Um, I will pick bright work as the word of the episode uh, because I don't know. Let's see if we can find a picture of something that's bright work. That is the end of this episode. Thank you very, very much for tuning in and listening and subscribing and telling everybody about this. And until next time, this is, has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. <laughs>